Previously on No Reserves Radio. Oh my god, Angelo. Come on. Have, have some self-respect. The Eagles can't hurt you if you don't if you don't constantly pander to them. Here's how here's the biggest indictment of, of Dame that I can say. Dame has been so like off this year that Ren went on live air and said Jalen Brunson deserved an all-star start over him. You are now Angelo Dudalulo. Do you think it is possible that the management of the Memphis Grizzlies are just buying into the reckless youth movement and they got rid of the one person in the locker room that probably was telling John to knock it off? Because um, he's taken advantage of me multiple times when I was younger. That sounded bad. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. I think I think that's true. I think you're correct in that assessment. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to No Reserves Radio. I'm your host, Ren. With me, as always, Angelo. And Austin is back after his little hiatus. Uh, Full disclosure, he is under the weather. So if you hear him stop talking, if you're a listener of the show over the past few months... um, Well, then it's normal. Yeah, same same rules. Same rules as when Ren's talking, as if I stop talking, I'm having a coughing fit because I took forever to get over that cold flu thing. Um, Austin, welcome back. Hello. I think I have exactly what you had. Um, interesting format for the episode tonight. Uh, if you're not aware, it's the all-star break. So there's really not a lot going on. So we're going to, we're going to talk about news. Like there is news. It's just not a lot, but we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to try something. Um, if you play mobile games or if you remember, uh, I think it was last summer when Wordle was really popular, uh, where you would get like guesses and you had to like, it, it's basically a waste of time game. <clears throat> we have we are gonna play Dribble, which is a game like that but basketball related, and we're gonna see how it goes and it might go terribly. But you'll be along with us for that ride, and if we decide to stop in the middle of it, we have a backup plan. So, but that's the plan for now. Um. <clears throat> uh, piggybacking off of last week's episode um did you all see jordan pool last night what the travel not travel the the travel it was not not a travel it was straight up a travel (laughs) i did not okay so uh, i'll i'll break it down real quick for you while you're pulling it up so 123 127 wizards versus pelicans pelicans have the lead right 30 seconds left in the game jordan pool sprinting the ball up court of course it's clutch time right you you, you got to get a, a shot up before you get to the point where the other team doesn't have a shot clock because you you don't want to put them on the line um so he gets past the half court line and it's like in his head he thinks he's going to do a euro step from 33 feet out and he picks up the ball runs two and a half steps and then starts dribbling again and then picks up his dribble again for the continuation for the layup. Again, I've said it before where with Victor Wimbanyama, you tune in because every night you might see something you've never seen before in the game of basketball. 
it's the same thing with Jordan Poole, just the opposite. Like, he is, at this point, the most meme player, right? Like, there was a few years where JaVale McGee was uh, that guy. JaVale McGee was not getting paid $30 million a year. So, can we officially, will everyone agree with me? The pool is closed. There is no splash. The pool is empty. They're going to turn it into a skate park. I don't remember me ever being on the pool side. I don't remember your stances because you've been gone for so long. Uh, so funny. Uh, um, segueing a little bit since Austin is here, let's talk about Austin's favorite player. Oh no! Yeah, Austin, who's your favorite player? Chris Paul. No, oh God, no, Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> so, Victor Wembanyama is the third player. With 1,000 points, 150 blocks through his first 50 games, joining Shaq and David Robinson. Mm-hmm. He's the first player with 1,000 points, 150 blocks, and 150 assists through 50 career games. Mm-hmm. In the last two months, Victor Wimbanyama is averaging 22 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, Three and a half blocks, one steal, playing only 27 minutes. 72% in the restricted area, 37% from mid-range, 37% from three. I mean, to be fair, I'd hope he'd be good in the restricted area. He's basically there. Exactly. I don't... I don't know. I'm picky. I'm not picky. picky. So do we do we are are we gonna backtrack on our statements that he can't shoot the three? What is Wemby's wingspan? Oh yeah. And thirty percent from three is not shooting the three elite like you said. Isn't it like eight one or something ridiculous like that? He shoots thirty eight percent for or thirty seven. Where are you getting these stats? This is over the last two months. This was from Kevin O'Connor. This is okay, over the okay. last two months. This is after he's adjusted I just, to... I just looked at his stats, and he's 32. Yeah, but okay. this is since he's adjusted to the NBA. He, okay. He's shooting okay. 37.6 from three. Are you hitting these fake numbers? <laughs> yeah. I know you move goalposts, but damn. 37.6 from three over the last two months. That's a mm-hmm. lot of games. Are, are we going to say he can't shoot the three now? Yeah. So, has your thoughts on Chet for Rookie of the Year changed at all, given the fact that Wimby has the draw and the production? I think so. You think so? I don't think so. (laughs) Why not? Like, everything is... uh... Well, I mean, the blocks to me doesn't really matter. What yeah. is what's Wemby's wingspan? Eight feet. What's Chet's wingspan? Oh my god! It would be easier for you to just pull it up and then have it. Uh, no, oh I my god! Work. Seven six. Do you want me to work? <laughs> so Wemby has six inches on Chet, 
and only has 13 more blocks. Mm -hmm. Blocks don't really matter to me. Wemby doesn't have a main scorer on his team besides him. Chet has Shea, who's having a god. It's an MVP caliber season. It, yeah, MVP caliber season. But I think there's a discussion to be had on the rookie of the year if Chet might get it just because the Thunder are a lot more successful than the Spurs. I, I think that would be ridiculous. I think you would have to... So you have to have that same sense of understanding that you're saying that, you know... You do it with the MVP? Yeah, but MVP is different. <laughs> rookie, rookie, it, like, it, that's like saying... MVP saying it's the best player. Ricky is saying it's the best rookie. It's the same thing, but just for first-year players. But it's... Like, the caveat of MVP is your team has to be successful. That's not the case of Rookie of the Year, because Chet has a legitimate MVP-caliber teammate on his team, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. You, you said it yourself. Victor Wimbanyama does not have an MVP caliber teammate. He doesn't even have an all-star. He doesn't even have a star caliber teammate on his team. Correct? Okay, I think that's a little bit of a stretch. Uh, who, who would you put up there? That would probably be Keldon Johnston or who was the other one that I'm thinking of? Keldon Johnston's fringe. I, I don't... He's a very talented player. I don't think I would put him as a star player. I'm kind of with, I'm kind of with Ren on that one. Okay, that's fair then. But so here's the thing: who is the who who is the best player on the Spurs? It's Victor. It's Victor. Yeah, it's Victor. Who's the best player on the Thunder? It's SGA. VP caliber Shea. Right, 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 right. Um. Who's the second best player on the Thunder? Chet. Who do you think it is? Because I think it's Chet. My man, they were a lottery team before him, and they're a playoff team without or with him. I don't know. I guess it's it's between him and Giddy, and honestly, Jalen Williams has a case as well. Um, yeah, I mean, they got some good players over there for sure. But that's kind of the point is if you are by yourself, if you're isolated on an island, which Wimby is, right? Because there's good players in San Antonio. I'm not saying there's not. Choose your next, just choose your next words very carefully. <laughs> but it's easier to game plan for one player than it is three, four, five guys because realistically the thunder have five or six guys that can go out and win a game for you. Cause now they've got, um, Gordon Hayward as well. So it's a lot. I, I don't want to say it's easier because I'm not going to say the season Chet's having is easy. I'm just saying that you have to look at it through that lens that Chet has a lot of help. It's easier for Chet to go out and be Chet. Wemby's kind of by himself. So I have a mm, you have a rebuttal. I have a problem with your metrics. Why is that? So you are one that is very much when we did our top was it top five or top ten? Mm-hmm. Top, top 10. ten. 
you were very much against if someone is on a team by themselves, like Keldon Johnson was last year, you discredited him because they even have though been... he was putting up. Hold on. Even because he was putting up good numbers. But your same damn metric you just used that there's only one person they can game plan for him. Why is Keldon not getting the respect, but you're giving Wimby the respect? Keldon's stats were kind of empty stats last year. Wimby's are not but Why empty is stats. Wimby's not? But why not? Because he doesn't have someone on his team. I mean, that's fair. But... Like, just, like, your argument isn't consistent. Right, That's right. But I'm not do. saying specifically the offensive stats because Keldon Johnson's a very good offensive player. N- not a great defensive player. But we won't get ourselves there. Wimby is showing flashes of both sides. He's a player you build around. You don't build around Keldon Johnson. That's what I mean. It's kind of, it's like Zach Levine. Zach Levine is probably the number one empty stats player in the NBA right now. Good job. You went out well, and yeah, got 30. Agreed. Cool, cool, cool. That's Keldon Johnson. But that's that's in his entire career, though, I feel like. For the I feel team. like it's more in view now. Because even going back to the Timberwolves, he was just, you know, a very good scorer. It wasn't like he was a focus point, but being in Chicago mm-hmm. and the Chicago experiment kind of blowing up, it it's a lot more in focus, especially because they did that was doomed to fail from the start. I didn't know if it was doomed to yeah, fail because the East was kind of weak at the time. So I could have seen it succeeding in the East, but then letting the West just win the NBA championship every year. Um, but no, Wemby's an all-around player. He's not just an offensive player. Even if you think his blocks are meaningless or whatever. Um, I just think that there's a threshold that you have to cross where it's a certain point, two similar players, one is in a more opportune circumstance. You do have to look at it through those glasses. Am I saying Wimby's the better player than Chet? No. I'm saying if you're voting for rookie of the year and you're going just off performance, you have to look at it as which one was facing the toughest matchups every night, which one was getting game plans specifically for them. Because if you play the Thunder, yeah, you're thinking about Chet, but your plan is how do we slow down Shea? That's your focus. So are you going to bring the same energy for the top 10 list in the offseason? No, I will. But if we have a player that he's on a bad team and his notoriety is that he scores a lot, yeah, that's going to be... Because it correct me if I'm wrong, I'll check myself. Because I'm like, if it's stats, I have it all up between the two. Yeah, I have both up too. Well, this is related to Mr. Keldon Johnson. Oh, I definitely don't have that. So Keldon Johnson that. shot 32 percent from three last year. Mm-hmm. That's not great. <laughs> Guess who's shooting that? This shooting 32. Wemby. And yes, he's doing better over the season or the as the, the season has gone on. Friend. I will give you that, but we have to kind of hold our tongues until the end for this one for his shooting. Well, we will revisit it, but what I'm saying is, Keldon Johnson was a very inefficient scorer, and that was all he gave you. 
Yeah, he got some rebounds. But it was... I mean... Like, even if you were to say, oh, Wimby shoots a lot. Like, he, he, he shoot, he's a volume shooter. He takes terrible IQ shots. Even if that's right, okay? Even if that is correct. You cannot deny his defensive impact. And that's kind of what I'm no, saying is you have two I mean, players. You're comparing two players and you're saying that, oh, during the summer, you didn't put Keldon Johnson in your top 10. And you were saying because he only scored. Yeah, because all he did was score and he did it inefficiently. Yeah, great. Well, Keldon Johnson wasn't like my main example. It was like an example. Right. He did but, it to a lot of people. But I did it in terms of scoring. And I'll stand yeah. by that. Like that, that will be a soapbox I get right back on. I'm not saying that a complete player by themselves should be isolated. I'm saying if you have a player that goes out and scores a lot on a team that is terrible and they're doing so inefficiently, somebody has to score, right? Jordan Poole probably... Well, please explain something to me then, mm-hmm. okay? So you, you, you get an opportunity to explain advanced metrics on this show. Congratulations. Explain to me why Chet Holmgren's defensive win shares is higher than Victor's. So win share is interesting, and it's kind of difficult to gauge um, mm-hmm. because there's no way to really isolate players. So I don't have any of this pulled up in front of me, so it would be really hard to explain. But it's imagine... 2.6 to 0.9. Is if you want to know that. Well, yeah, yeah, that's barely a difference. But like your win share is only going to be as good as the team around you. It's just okay. you're going to make that better, if that makes sense. Like you can be an elite defender and not have a high defensive win share because your team isn't winning. Make sense? Like you have to be winning yeah, to get win there. share. Um I, I have a question for you, Ron. Yeah. And you already know who the players are, but I'm just curious to see. Would you rather have 20 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 blocks, shooting 47% and 32% from 3, or 17 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and two and a half blocks shooting 53 and 40 53 and 39 like is the four points Wemby gives you and the extra maybe block can i ask a worth the inefficiencies can i ask a follow-up question yeah do i get one of the best shot creators on my team as well to open up the floor for that 40 percent shooter I mean, I don't think that matters. But. I think it does. I That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, you, you have to... With MVP, we don't care. We look at the pizzazz, right? And that's fair. It's MVP. It's the most important award of the season. Yeah. I mean, Wimby's only taking four more shots than Chet. But when it comes to... It's not like to, Chet's shooting five times. But when it comes to a Rookie of the Year award... I think Grun's talking more of the quality of shot that Chet gets as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, I'm saying that Shea is going to open up the floor a lot more for Chet just because Shea is... like The gravity of Shea is probably top three in the league. If Shea is cutting to the basket, your help defense is dropping. 
that's going to open up those corner threes. That's fair. I'll give you that. I so, don't understand it in the beginning. So that's what that. I'm saying. Like when it comes to rookie of the year, both of them are having amazing seasons. I don't want to say that yes. one of them is having a bad season. I'm just saying that between the two of them, right now for me, it has to be Wimby just because he's by himself. He does not have the benefit of having SGA. Um, right. Josh and Kidney, I can agree with that. But I'm saying so like we're the awards are a plot line story or storyline driven plot. So do you not think the narrative that the Thunder were even whether how true or not this is the Thunder were a lottery team while Chet was hurt and he came back and they're a top three seed in the West? You don't think that plays a part in the voters and who they're going to vote for for rookie of the year at the end of the season, especially if the stats are similar? Have the Spurs gotten 10 wins? They're at 11. Okay. I can't say because I don't think that that's a fair narrative to say. But we are in a league of narratives. Yeah, but I don't think that's a great narrative. I think that's a circumstantial narrative. If he goes down again and they tank or bottom out and then he comes back and then sure. But basketball is a game of runs. We talk about that a lot. It's kind of hard to say how much of an impact he had on that losing streak. Oh, it's kind of sad. We won't be able to see them go head-to-head in the finals ever. Yeah, that's true, unless one of them gets moved. Um, I just learned a sad thing that Jordan Poole played high school ball in Indiana. Mm. That tracks. That explains a lot. That does track. Um. But no, I think if either of them win it, I'm, when either of them win it, because I think that it's one it's of them. Be. Yeah. It's, it's um, one of them. I, I'm not going to be mad over if Chet wins. I'm just saying that I think that if you're voting on it, if you were one of the people voting, you do have to look at it as what kind of team they were on. Because MVP, you are the most valuable player on a good team. Rookie of the year should be just about that rookie's performance and the team record be damned because that's not what the award's about. And if you're on a very, 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 very good team, it's a little bit easier to look better. And I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you have to view it that way. Make sense? No, and I'm not... I'm not saying Wemby's a bad player. I'm just saying he's not he's not going to live up to the generational talent hype. Time will tell. If the man averages four blocks for his career, generational. Um he averages nothing else really than not really. I'm not saying he won't, not saying he will, but Oh man. Time will tell. That that Chet Hol or Chet Holgram, that Victor Wembenyama, Rudy Gobert conversation is gonna be nice in the future. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. <laughs> um, <laughs> shifting a little bit. Uh, Pistons center Isaiah Stewart arrested after punching Phoenix Suns Drew Eubanks in the tunnels of the Suns Arena. Unclear. I, man Drew do. I don't know. It's unclear what sparked the altercation. The NBA is expected to receive footage to review more to come. Um. 
of all the players, like Isaiah Stewart, it kind of makes sense. Like with his personality, he's one of those old school, like grindy players. So like he belongs on Detroit. Yeah, he's got he's got an attitude, and that's a good. That's not a bad yeah. thing. Like that's no, it, he's a very Detroit. It, it it's Detroit, but Drew Eubanks. Yeah. But isn't he like six eight, and Drew is like six eleven? Drew kind of got T Rex on. I think. <laughs> T Rex. <laughs> I, I think, unless I'm thinking of a different player. Wingspan. Yeah, he's 6'11 with a 6'11 wingspan. Hmm. Isaiah Stewart has a 7'4 wingspan. <laughs> or 7'5, sorry. But he's 6'8. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, I obviously we don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny because Drew Eubanks is like the last player I think would say something that would get him punched in the face. Yeah. He humble bragged uh, about his animations in 2K. I don't even that's what I was thinking, true. honestly, because the Drew Eubanks motion style is the fastest one for like six six and up. Um, for six, yeah. <laughs> Have you? I- Kyrie's averaging 29, 6, and 6 with 62% true shooting over the last 15 games. Don't have anything to say about it, just that's kind of impressive. Yeah. The Mavs. It's the Mavs. The Mavs are really a just solid team to beat. Uh, Danilo Gallinari will land with either Los Angeles Clippers or the Milwaukee Bucks. If you weren't following, he got bought out. Was Who was that? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Gallinari. He's going oh, to either the Clippers or the Bucks. Either way, great fit. Gallinari's, yeah, I was about to say Gallinari's and Clippers dude to me. That could change. Um, mm-hmm. Then again, the Bucks seem like they're embracing more offense, less defense. So, yeah, it could work. Uh, did you guys see? I don't know if you guys want to talk about it now or in the next episode, but. Did you guys see that the Warriors tried their damnedest to get LeBron? Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, so that kind of seems like that's where most of the LeBron rumors came from. I don't know. Did Is there anything that's come out about like what was offered? Not that I've seen. I know I think them... And the Warriors and one other team. It might have been the Clippers, honestly. I think they came out either through sources or straight up and said that LeBron has expressed interest in taking a lesser deal to play with Bronny if they get it. I mean, that's obvious. LeBron will sign for vet minimum if he has to, whatever team gets Bronny. I think just about any parent that's in the league would do that if they could. For sure. Just the storyline alone. Angel, did the Griffies ever play together? They did, right? Yes. They have a father-son home run. Yeah, that's right. Um, Father-son alley-oops. Let's do it. I mean, it's going to happen. It it will happen. Um, (laughs) Side note, did you see that there is now a new leading scorer? Or not leading scorer. 
there is the first player in Wizards or on the Wizards since 1997. So this is including the Beal and Ball years or Wall to score 40 points. Denny Avida. Avia. Avdia. Obviously. No one knew Angelo. Uh, yeah, 43 and 15 last night. Against who? Pelicans. I had to think. And that tracks. Not that. Pelicans are good this year. Welcome to our incredibly professional and knowledgeable basketball podcast, everybody. (laughs) Um, Clay Thompson last night, 12 points for four for 14 from the field, negative seven, and the game losing foul. Actually, uh, everyone's favorite head coach fell to his knees after the foul. It was kind of funny, actually, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, so as we enter the final day before the All-Star break, there are only 154 players still eligible for NBA awards. I actually have the whole list in front of me. I'm just glancing through it. You know what would be tragic? I don't wish it. But if Wemby got hurt like the game before the maximum, the minimum he needed to play. When I go, I'm going to go to the bottom and see like who's like who can miss the least amount of games. I know Wemby's played 59 or 49. Is that out of fifty-five oh, games available to miss? Jamal Murray can only miss one more. Nope, oh, he's out. <laughs> uh, Tyrese Halliburton and C.J. McCollum can miss three more. Uh oh. Colin Sexton can miss four more. Who cares? I'm, I'm just looking for like bigger names. Yeah, hey, Zion Williamson, six games. He can miss six more. So go ahead and count that out. Uh, Devin Booker, six games. Bam Adebayo, six games. Cade Cunningham, six games. Oh, no, not Cade. Laurie Markinen, seven games. Just looking okay. for, like... I actually took a deep dive into the LeBron James rumor, and there isn't a formal offer that was leaked. Okay, yeah. I mean, those so, two teams don't leave. I think so. they inquired. Yeah, so yeah, so basically they, they talked to the... who Genie Bus, is that who owns it currently, yeah. Genie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently the Warriors called Genie Bus, and she said in no uncertain terms LeBron wasn't on the table, and that was the extent of the conversation. Yeah. They tried. Um, Worst they can say is no. Do you guys know what AMAs are on Reddit? Ask me anything. So NBA refs, like literally just the NBA refs. Okay. That's oh no, it. that was a bad idea. They did an <laughs> AMA. Do you know how many questions they answered? Two, three. <laughs> they did a full AMA. The questions they answered. Are you ready? 
did we give LeBron special treatment? No. No, that was probably a question. These are the ones they answered. Do more referees come from the men's side or women's side of officiating or both? The answer was, although we have officials that began their journey refereeing men and women's basketball, every NBA official is trained in the NBA G League. That's like the least answer I've ever seen. Uh, Question, what are the components of a legal screen? Answer is, it is the legal action of a player without causing undue contact, which delays or prevents an opponent from reaching a desired position. Movement. Final question. question. (laughs) What would NBA officials say is the toughest rule in today's game? Oh, God. The answer, the toughest rule. And I I guess I actually kind of agree with this a little bit. Because of the speed and pace of play, out-of-bounds decisions are some of our most difficult decisions. I I can see that. Because you're trying to keep an eye on 10 players at once moving around in a ball that's whipping every direction to also look for contact but see if that person's toe crossed the line and went out of bounds i i can see that being a difficult one yeah i'll accept that as an answer but those are the only questions they answered can you imagine the nfl did that one angelo (laughs) oh no That that would go equally as terrible yeah so what would be the hardest call in football do you think Pass interference. Mm. I, I think I the I hardest call in football. Pass interference is the most controversial, but quite honestly, I think it's knowing when to make a call and when to not. Because to be quite frank, if you wanted to go by the letter of the rule book, you could call holding on basically every possession. That's very true. It's it's knowing when to call holding, when to be. Just grateful. Like the Super Bowl, we had, this was actually a segment on the football podcast. We thought that the Super Bowl was one of the best ref Super Bowls in a while because the refs basically took an active. Dis- What's that? They took the whistle out of their mouth. Exactly. I even watched. So the unless game. unless it was obvious to basically everyone watching that, yeah, that's that's pass interference. They they didn't blow it. They let the players dictate the the flow of the game, which is really how it should be, unless something's glaring. I feel like pass interference. I feel like pass interference is it should be an easy call. Oh, Gallinari just signed with the Bucks, by the way. Oh, breaking news! You'll hear about it in three days. Um, Yep. Well, you'll hear about it from us in three days. (laughs) Um, but it seems like because once the ball's in the air you theoretically would take your eyes off of everyone else and just watch the play down the field because that's what's important because, like, who cares about a holding in the backfield at that point? Right. Um, And it should be pretty obvious to see when there's illegal contact, but I guess speed of the game, angles, it it does make it a little harder. Um, 100%. Hockey, I'm going to say charging. You're bad on the NHL. <laughs> it's not my fault they call charging wrong every time. Um, <laughs> baseball strikes, I'm guessing. Uh, strikes are actually really like accurate. The last time I looked at a umpire accuracy, it was in the high 90s as far as balls and strikes go. Um, oh, what about like... I think, quite honestly, like, safe and not safe, I think, would be the hardest, because 
it's it's not always straightforward. So like unless it's a force play, you have to the defender has to catch the ball and tag the runner. It's not just oh I I'm stepping on the base I caught the ball they're out. You right. physically have to tag the runner unless it's a force out. So I think those calls are probably the hardest calls to make. That makes sense. Especially if like you got a bad tag and the runner even though the runner came in late the the defender didn't tag. I think that's honestly the hardest. Soccer probably offsides just because yeah. you have like 30 players moving around the field. Yep, yeah. and the players dictate offsides. Yep. Yeah. I think that's probably actually the hardest in any of the sports. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, like that would be really hard to like constantly keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, just someone just literally just tracking the line. Yeah, line on. Even then, the, the the pitch is like what 50 yards across. That's true. There's a lot of room for errors there. We should just improve it with computers. We're we're able to in this day and age. Absolutely, sure. should. <laughs> I mean, that's so. Did you guys see? Like, getting us back to basketball, um, the court that they're playing on for the All Star game. I've been I've been like keeping it. Oh, the Ogo court waiting. So, the, did, well, I'm gonna talk about the community it. Community creation I know it, court. I know it's I know it's LED, but like I haven't like looked at pictures. So, of it, so it's a. Basically, it's a screen, okay? So you take a screen and you lay it flat and you play basketball on it. Crazy, right? But... Sorry, coughing fit. They've, like, basically ingrained the top of it with translucent sand so that it has traction. So it feels like a real court. Or a traditional court, I guess, because it is a real court. It's going to basically be the Jumbotron on the floor. And I don't know what it's going to look like during the game. That's one of the things that I think is I'm most excited for is that first possession. What are they going to do? Is it just going to overlay like Gainbridge Fieldhouse's floor or are they going to get crazy with it? But the cool thing is because this is basically a massive touchscreen is we're going to be able to get like live feedback on player speed, player movement, jump heights. Um, And I'm interested to see like if this were to work well, like if the players say, you know, it, it felt like we were just on a normal court, um, how far they can go with it in terms of player tracking to where we could eliminate that most difficult call that is out of bounds because we're able to see where those players were at that point of time, or even like the James Harden jump and kick his legs forward foul, seeing where he jumped and where his defender jumped and then where he landed and where his defender landed and be like, okay, his defender went up and down and he kicked his legs forward. Flopping. James Harden. Technical foul. Great idea. Modernization. Great idea. So, I gave in and I looked at it. I hate it. Why? Because all I'm imagining... We're explicit, right? Yeah. Yes. All yeah, the stupid explicit. shit they do on 2K, they can now do in real life. Ah! Yeah, but they could do that anyway. I'm I'm just imagining the shot clock appearing on the other side of the court, <laughs> letting people know that it's ticking down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or 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 Club Two K, where the floors have like graphics on them. Or the Ruffles playing. four point line. Or the that they, they could put like 
Like, new rule change. You get a technical foul, the other team gets four minutes with the freaking four-point line, and it just appears on the floor. Boop! Four-point line. That would actually be kind of cool. Not that actually minutes. would be kind of dope. That actually was kind Terrible. of a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> NBA, if you're hiring, I got you. Um, that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, I like that. <laughs> that. I mean, that could be like a 2K game mode. I'm when we're done here, I'm gonna actually go submit that in a suggestion box to 2K for a future event. The trash can. Um, the trash can. What? Okay. The trash oh. Ah. Uh, that took me a second. Hey, you guys want to play a I'm game? Yeah. Do you I want like to build games. a snowman? And copyright. Okay, so... <laughs> don't mess with the mouse. <laughs> so, I've been staring at this one, so I, I, I have it pulled up on my computer, not my phone. I have one, too. Oh, but I, I, have oh, the daily, I have the daily one. And I've had it pulled up since we started the episode. And I've been staring at it, and for the life of me... And you guys might hear these two players and it just clicks for you, but I haven't been able to think of one. So for those of you at home, you can play along. I mean, you can't guess with us because I, I can't hear you. Um, so I can't put your answers in to see if you're right. I will be sort of abstaining from playing unless I feel like you guys are stuck and then I'll jump in um, just because I'll be the mediator. Um, so the way this game works is I will give you two players and you have to guess or name a mutual teammate that they both had. Okay. So let's say I'm trying to think of a like really stupid one. LeBron and Anthony Davis, not LeBron and Anthony Davis. Oh, so LeBron and Kyrie, right? So you have yeah. to name a player that played with LeBron and played with Kyrie. Not at the same time. It doesn't have to be at the same time, right? So who would be? Kevin Love. Kevin Love. So Kevin Love is an answer. Now, LeBron and Kyrie played with Kevin Love together, but it doesn't have to be that way. It can be someone that lebron played with in his rookie season and Kyrie played with in his rookie season and they never played together again okay it's a really simple game it's really stupid we don't know how well it's going to translate to this so we'll do a round or two and see how it goes and then go from there so the first players are you guys ready mm -hmm. so the first players are jalen brown and duncan robinson Oh, that's the one I've been staring at the whole time, too. Yeah, that's the dribble of the day. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. Duncan Robinson, so it would have been one of those early Miami teams. So. I want to say Horford, but he never went to Miami, is, right? Is Ryan Anderson the answer? Did Ryan? No, it's Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek, never mind. Yeah. Scratch everything I just said. Yeah, Kelly yeah, Olenek. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. No. My mouse isn't working. There we go. Kelly Olenek. It is Kelly Olenek. Okay, and I can only do that once. So give me one second while I pull Dribble up on my phone. In the meantime, you that, one. that's stupid. You can only do so on the website. Oh, yeah, you can only do the one for the day. You have to go to the app because they want you to use the app because you either pay for the free version or you pay for the pro oh, yeah. version or you get ads. Um. Okay. So is Ren cheap? Or is Ren 
I mean, I'll, I'll buy the freaking pro version right now. I don't care. Um, Lonzo Ball and Russell Westbrook. Lonzo Ball and Russell Westbrook. So it could it be from, like, rookie Lonzo, that Lakers team that – but it would have had to been someone that obviously was on that rookie. Did Russ like... play with Kuzma? On Washington, yes. Oh, so it's not Kyle Kuzma, but now you're looking for a teammate between Kyle Kuzma and Russell Westbrook. That's Bradley Beal, oh. but. Oh, is it Bradley yeah. Beal? It is Bradley Beal. Look at us go, Angelo. <laughs> what yeah. did you do? Good team. I led Good the team fish to cost. water. Um, hold on, I'm I'm refreshing because sometimes it gives you ones that are like forty years ago to now, and you have to guess through like thirty people, and it's not that. Wilt Chamberlain fun. and Udonis has this one. Okay, so this one on paper, this one sounds hard, so I'm gonna give it to y'all and see if you can do it. Uh, Steph Curry to Delon Wright. Did they play on a team together. Did they? I'm pretty sure Delon Wright played on the Warriors. Patty Mills play on the Warriors? No. No, they did not play on a team together. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Who are you thinking of? Because me, I'm thinking of a very obscure player. I'm sure that is just known by the freaking uh Warriors fans. So, so for Hmm. the record, he's played for the Raptors, Grizzlies. Mavericks, Pistons, Kings, Hawks, and Wizards. Jesus, journeyman. Yeah, no, DeLon, really solid defender. Mm-hmm. Kind of underrated. Hmm. This is going to be hard, because honestly, the Steph Curry thing is obvious. It's finding the DeLon Wright teammate. Yeah, right, 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 right. Someone that played on the Warriors. So I think you would want to be looking for one of those um, early... Um, this would be a hell of a poll. Did Shelvin Mack ever play for the Warriors? Jesus, that's not a name I've heard in a long time. He did not. Never mind. I just looked up Shelvin Mack. (laughs) You know who I thought it was first? What? In my head, I thought... Willie Cauley-Stein! Willie Cauley-Stein. It is Willie Colley-Stein. I, for some reason, like, my head went to Iguodala. And I don't know why. I thought that after, because where did Iggy go after the Warriors to the Heat? Heat? Yeah. The Heat, maybe? For some reason, in my head, I saw him with DeLon Wright, but then I remembered DeLon Wright never played for the Heat. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Antoine Jameson. That's a name. Oh, God. Okay. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Turner to Tobias Harris. So Miles Turner is obvious. It, it would be anyone on the Pacers. Buddy Heald? <laughs> Let's see oh. if it's updated. That's That might be a good one. Yeah, it updated. That's correct. Okay. okay. 
<laughs> yeah, that one. Austin got one. You got, Austin you got, got one. one. That one was easy, though. Yeah, I forgot Buddy Hill was traded to the Sixers. Oh, God. Yeah. Vince Carter and Tyson Chandler. That's. That could be like half the NBA. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> Brandon Ingram to Kyle Lowry. So it would be Kyle Lowry's. Well, I mean, Brandon Ingram did play like a year for. Uh... LA. Yeah. Probably be. It'd probably be like tail end. It would probably be like tail end. Um... The worst part is, I want I want you to realize this is anyone that is playing along at home is probably shouting the most obvious answer right now. Yeah, probably. But the pressure's on for you guys to get it, so that we don't have a lot of quiet time. True. Thanks. Well, I've been trying to talk. Brandon Ingram to who? Oh, uh, it's Kyle, Kyle, Lowry. Kyle, Kyle I feel like this one is obvious to me, but like I can't think of it because I followed Kyle Lowry so closely for a while. Why did you file follow Kyle Lowry? <laughs> I like those Raptors teams. Hmm. You went to the Heat Trader. You went to the Heat Trader. Uh, it wouldn't be... I feel like the hard part here is Brandon Ingram. Yeah. It is. Oh, it is. Sure. On. Because even though Kyle Lowry has only played for two teams, well, three teams, but two teams, um, he's ha- he's had a long career, so there's a lot of people that can be the options there. So it's, it was two teams or three teams. Kyle Lowry. Like, what were the teams? Um, the Raptors, the Heat, and then he was on... The Rockets in Memphis. Yeah. Oh, he was on Memphis? I don't remember him being on Yeah, he was on Memphis early Memphis. in his career. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he was on oh, Memphis figures. Oh, he was averaging, like, five points per game. That's why. Yeah, he wasn't, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't Kyle Lowry. <laughs> he played 82 games, though. Did Dwayne Dedman ever play with? Ew. Well, that is an ew Not Dwayne Dedman. Is there anyone that recently came from Miami, or come, came from New Orleans to Miami? Oh, was Terrence Ross ever on that Pelicans team? I don't think so. It doesn't sound right, but I'm going to guess it. No, I don't think so. That was a... Um... I knew I should have skipped this one. Was... Yeah, you should have. Did... But I'm not letting you bitch out early. We're not giving up. Fuck that. I'm trying to think. Huh, I'm trying to focus on hey guys, while they're thinking, I'm going to use this time to go ahead and remind you to follow the podcast on whatever platform you're on. Leave us a like, review, um, it, any of those sorts of things. Um, make sure you click the little notification so it lets you know when we post. We have a set schedule. We release Sunday and Thursday for sure, um, but we do occasionally release Tuesday episodes. But the easiest way to know when we do that is to hit that button. 
Um, follow us Wait on social a minute. media. I'm missing the most obvious one, isn't I? He's interrupting. I am. It's freaking Valentunis. Oh. 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 Yeah. That's... See, that was what I was saying. Like, I there was. It felt like there was an obvious answer, and that everyone at home was going to be screaming it at <laughs> their phones. Like Valentunis. That is hilarious, actually. Um, okay, I'm going to give you guys the option to veto. You each get one veto. So if you don't want to do one of these, you say it, okay. and then we skip. This one, I think this one's actually fairly easy. Al Horford to Aaron Gordon. Hold on. Al Horford to Aaron Gordon. But anyway, I don't what like I was when saying... you say it's easy because it freezes my head. <laughs> Like I was saying, follow us on also all socials at No Reserves. Jeff Green. Simple. I typed in Hef Green. <laughs> Shockingly, Hef Green was not the answer. Neither was Jeff Green. Really? That is actually kind of shocking to us. To except Al Horford. <laughs> It's do we think it's Nuggets Gordon or do we think it's Magic Gordon? I think it's. Was Horford on the Sixers when Markel Fultz was? I. No. I don't believe so. I can guess that, but you're one guess in. No, it's fine. If it, if it didn't spark your fringe, though, I don't trust it. Okay, that's fair. Um, ah. uh, Al Horford. I keep trying to think of Boston players. Maybe I need to go to Al Horford real quick. I want to see Al Horford's career. So. Al Horford's maybe, been around. Yeah. Maybe the answer. Hmm. Say it again. Al Horford to who? Uh, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. So we're looking for someone on the Magic or the Nuggets. Yep. Yeah. I, I looked it up. It's not Fultz. You're not supposed to look it up. Well, I, I, no, I looked up, like, where Fultz was. Oh. They were one year off. I mean, it's, it's still kind of cheating, but I'll allow it. wasn't going to say it if it was right. <laughs> I would have found the other teammate. I looked for another teammate. Okay. God damn. I know, this is hard. Do you know it, Ren? I think so. Okay. But you do. Interesting, interesting. I think so, but I'm not going to. Who's been on the next? Wait. Lately? I may have a poll. What? I won't. No, he never played for Boston. Holy shit. Hmm. Who? 
I guess I'm well. Who? who? I was gonna say Glenn Robinson the third, but he never played for Boston. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Um, uh, to do Daniel Tice never played for the Nuggets, right? Y'all are gonna hate it because this is one. If I'm right, it's it's screaming in your face. Do you guys want me to make a guess? I got a guess. Who's your guess? Kyle O'Quinn. That's actually a good guess. That's not who I had. Kyle Quinn, and then I'm it is Kyle Quinn. About to say because Kyle Kyle Quinn was on the early Magic. So go I'm on, gonna start. I'm gonna click the because you can see the top answer. Uh-huh. The top answer was Tobias Harris. Everyone, how did I miss Tobias? Tobias Harris played for the Magic. I forgot about that. Everyone did. That's why I was saying like this one's like. It's real I, quick and easy. I forget about Tobias Harris, so it's fine. Hey, Tobias Harris to Devin Vassell. Angel, that's all you, buddy. So, <laughs> I mean, that should be pretty easy. Devin Vassell is still really young. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm, I'm literally just trying to think of... <laughs> Yeah, many just... last year 76ers got added to the to the fucking Spurs. I don't think so though. Wait. Who did Forcon Kuzma get traded to? Like uh, this year? Oh, this the Pacers. Forcomaz got traded to the Pacers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, I was about to say, I know he played for them. <laughs> Because I had a weird obsession with him on 2K or Con. He had a good shot. Well, they're so weird. So, I, I'm gonna, do you want a hint? Kind of. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint. Um, okay. Furcon Korkmaz is a great guess, but think of a different oversized guard with a weird name. Different oversized guard with a weird name. Mm-hmm. No. What? No, it's not Tybully. You said a weird name. It, that's not a weird name. That's a French name. Jake Miller wasn't. Oversized guard. Or am I? Hold on. I might be mistaken. Hold on. I could be mistaken. Give me one second. Let me double check who I thought it was. Wait, I just want to make sure. We're talking. Who are we talking about again? As the other player, Vassell and Tobias Harris. Devin Vassell. Yes. Okay, so the for for the record, the player I thought it was. It's not. I I was thinking Thomas Sadaransky. That's a good one. I it's not. I just for some reason remember him in the Sixers colors. Did he not play for the Sixers? He didn't. He played for the Wizards though, which is where I'm getting the red, white, and blue from. Oh no, I I saw him in a Sixers jersey too. Did, yeah. Did Rudy Gay ever play with? Uh, uh, Rudy Gay played with everybody. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's you know what? I, I'm wasting a guess. I'm putting Rudy Gay. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Rudy Gay. That's probably the one combination that isn't Rudy Gay as an answer. 
It's not Jeff Green, is it? This uh, guy. Could it be? <laughs> well, he didn't link to Tobias Harris last time, but... I know, Tobias Harris wasn't it last time. That was the answer. Mm. First. Josh Richardson. That's a good guess. Play on the Spurs, though? Yes. That, that is the correct answer, yeah. For like half a season, yes. Oh. I mean, another, that's another one. Like You can always answer with just those journeymen, and you have a good shot of getting it. <laughs> yeah. That's not um, fun. The top answer was Marcus Morris Sr. Uh, I never got. I, I'm not gonna lie. Morris has been so, in so many places. I can't even like. I can't. I don't even know what the difference between him and his twin is as far as teams go. Couldn't tell you. The last name. Couldn't tell you. Uh-huh. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember there was the conspiracy theory a few years ago that they switched jerseys in the playoffs? They confirmed it. Oh, they did. They. No, oh, I don't know about it in the playoffs, but they confirmed they've done it before. Really, like they um, play for the other team. Yeah, like because Markeith is kind of ass, and Marcus was okay for a while, so mm-hmm. Marcus suited up in Markeith's jersey uh, during the playoffs. Um, this one's interesting because there's a lot of possibilities with it. Anthony Davis to Mike Conley. Mike Conley. So it would have to be like an. I'd say. Where has Mike Conley obviously has the big run in Memphis, and he has the big run in Utah. Jazz, big yeah. run, huh? Big run. Yeah, he played like two, three, or three, four seasons, oh, didn't he? Call me stupid. Why do I see Conley in a Heat jersey? Because you're stupid. A Heat jersey? Yeah. I think I he, he never much. played for the Heat. I think I played too much TK. <laughs> That man is like the furthest thing from hashtag heat culture. <laughs> um, is he on Minnesota now? He is okay, on Minnesota stupid, now. Stupid. Okay. I I'm. I know I said I wasn't playing, but is the obvious answer here Jordan Clarkson? Yes. Is that yes, the right the answer, answer, though? Yes. No, it's 100% the right answer. It's not the right answer. It's not the right answer. That's what I was trying to think because I don't, I couldn't remember if Jordan Clarkson was in. I LA. have a crazy one. What's that? Okay, where did Lance Stevenson go after the Pacers? L.A. and Memphis. No, you did exactly. He after the first stint after LeBron was in Miami, he went directly to Memphis, and then L.A. signed him like. Last year, year before. The answer was fucking Lance Stevenson. Jesus Ah! Christ. I'm curious. Let me get to it. What was the top answer, though? Mark Gasol. That's obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this one's (laughs) Jeremy Grant to CJ McCollum. Jeremy Grant. So CJ McCall has been to two places that I can recall. He's been uh-huh. to the Trailblazers and he's been uh-huh. to the Pelicans, right? Yeah. So wait, is is it like Dame? Was Jeremy Grant there? Yeah. Yes. It's like yeah, Dame. That, that was the answer. 
for some reason, even though Dame just got traded, I it feels like he's been gone forever. It does. The top answer was Carmelo Anthony. What? Dame wasn't the first person? Wow. So there are, there is like a scoring system, so people go for the high scores. So like the more rare your guess, the the higher your score. Now we already did an Al Horford. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Russell Westbrook to Linus Kleza. To Linus Kleza? I'm going to go ahead and veto that one. <laughs> Kevin Love to DeAndre Hunter. So, so yeah. it would have to be someone who was on the terrible Hawks at some point who also probably played for the Cavs. Actually, probably someone either this year or last year. So who's on the Hawks now who played for the Cavs? Or the Heat. Oh, yeah, Kevin Love. Uh, the Timberwolves, I feel like most of those players are not on that 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 Hawks team. Who's DeAndre Hunter with now? The Hawks. The Hawks. Who is he from? Cavs. The Cavs that played oh, with only Hawks. Gotcha. Cavs that played with Trey Young. Cavs that played with Trey Young. <laughs> Not Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter never played for the Cavs. Those Cavs that played. Corver? Not a Cav. What? Not a Cav. Oh, wait, no, it is Corver. It is Corver. Never mind. It's not Kyle Corver, but now we're looking for a teammate of Kyle Corver and DeAndre Hunter. Kyle Korver, DeAndre Hunter. And there's a lot of players that could be. <laughs> I swear to God, if it's Al Horford, I'm done. I Let's talk about not. the fact that the Cavs fan didn't remember Kyle Korver playing for the Cavs for like four years. <laughs> yeah, it was, on, it was on the LeBron run. The best part, he has Corver on that team, too, in that <laughs> league. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk. Is it Vince Carter? Because Vince Carter is the answer to everything. I mean, that's... Vince ever play with? It's not the oh. answer. Okay. We're looking for DeAndre Hunter and... Or no, Kyle, Kyle Corver and Kevin Love. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter. Oh, DeAndre Hunter and Kyle Corver. Yeah, but it's Love and Hunter for like the the original oh. question. Yeah. yeah. God, I'm struggling on this one. Got to be an older hawk. Could it be? I mean, Jeff Teague probably played with Corver and. Or did Pat Bev ever play with the Heat when Love was there? 
So I was going to say... Or Dennis Schroeder? Well, I know Jeff Teague played for uh, played with uh, Kyle Korver. I was gonna say, um, like if I was guessing, I would guess perhaps Clint Capella. That's a bad guess. Oh, I never played with Love. True. Just Je- guess Jeff Teague. Teague's a good one. Yeah, it has to be Teague. It is Jeff Teague. What's the other? Is Schroeder on the other ones? Hold on, I'm pulling it up now. Top answer: Rajon Rondo. Rajon? I do not remember Hawks. Yeah. Rajon Rondo. It was a fever dream. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That one's boring. Rondo was on the Hawks. He was on the Hawks for like for a day or two. Seven games. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And then he went to the Clippers. DeAndre Hunter to Kevin Love. Wow, that one's hard. Um, and a lot of, like, old ones. Jabari Parker. That's a name I haven't thought about in, like, two years. At least two. How many teams did Jabari go on? Because I know he got drafted by the Bucks. Yeah, wasn't he? He wasn't with the 76ers at one point, right? No. I'm thinking of Shaquille before. Jesus, I pulled it up just to see. Bucks, Chicago, Washington, Atlanta, Sacramento, Boston. If Leo Okafor played like 10 years earlier, he's an all-NVP or all-NBA Everyone keeps saying that, but quite honestly, I I question it. I actively question it. I don't. It's like all of those players, like... Hold on. Those centers... Because we had that wave of centers, the Roy Hibberts, the Julia Locafor, Nerlens Noel. Like, you go watch college tape of Julia Locafor and his freaking footwork. It gorgeous. Problem. He he couldn't stretch the floor, like like Mitchell Robinson stretch, stretches the floor better than he did. That's an insult. That's a pretty bad insult. That's a really bad insult. You guys want to uh, do one or two more? Yeah, let's do one or two more. Let's, let's see how long it takes us to get through this one. Marcus yeah. Smart to Buddy Heald. So you can actually use players who are on the 76ers now. Yep. Oh, and the Grizzlies. Yeah, no, no shit. He's been on the Grizzlies since the start of the season. Yeah. So... Have any Grizzlies played with Buddy Heald? Brooks has not. He's not a Grizzly anymore. He never played with Marcus Smart, actually. Um, actually, there's a really, I think, easy one. For which side? What? Like, 
easier to that we'd recognize it with healed or easier that we'd recognize it with smart? I'm gonna fact check. Um, both. It's not Tobias Harris, right? <laughs> it's not Tobias Harris. It's not a Morris twin. It's not a Morris twin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't gotta check my bases on that one. Um, do, 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 do. Is it a former pacer? Um, is it Aaron Neesmith, your little pet project? Oh, that's not who I was going to say. But yeah, but but no, but yeah. (laughs) That is correct. I was saying Malcolm Brogdon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I almost, I forgot Brogdon was a pacer for a hot Joe Johnson was the top answer. All right, let's see if we get a, a really quick one real quick, just because I am having fun. Yeah, I didn't fail. Look I remember. I remember the, the 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 small little mini rants about Aaron Neesmith and how the Pacers are good at getting depth value in the second hey, round. Hey, hey, you can't <laughs> like Aaron Neesmith's up like four percent around the rim finishing this season. Uh huh. Dropping like twenty two in games. I'm telling you, the Pacer team, you're sleeping on them. Next uh-huh. year, we will be a contender. Uh-huh. Um, Mikael Bridges to Kawhi Leonard. That should be pretty quick. Bridges was on the Suns. And now the Nets. Um, so first off, did the Suns ever have? PG, no. Russ, no. Harden, no. Any Toronto kids? Like Kawhi Leonard to who again? Oh, Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges. Bridges. Okay, Bridges. Okay, okay, okay. Is a lot of people that could be. Did Chris Paul ever play with Kawhi? No, or he have a championship. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Kawhi have been playing enough games to qualify for a championship. Uh-huh. Wow. The shade. Shade. DeAndre Ayton did it somehow magically play with Kawhi. Oh my god. Wait, no. Never mind. Did Kelly Oubre ever play with Kawhi after he got taken off the suns and went to like a million places that's probably not a good guess i mean Kelly Oubre is like one of those guesses that you just guess to throw something at the wall and hope it sticks who are we comparing <laughs> again angelo what's that who are we comparing again Kawhi leonard and miles or mikhail bridges i know i just like to hear you say Kawhi. 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 um was any of the Nets from last year a current Clipper? Is it a Morris twin? You already asked just, that, didn't you? Just, no, he asked that on the last one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I plead the Wait. Pit. Wait. They just traded him. Seth Curry. Seth Curry. That is... It disappeared. 
Um, I don't know if that was correct. You can check <laughs> it because it disappeared. I will tell you. Um, I'm right now. The one I was saying was Marcus Morse. That was a Morse twin. Yeah, that was that was one that I, I figured. I would need to check it, but. And go to Seth Curry. I already have it up. Okay. I think I might be um, wrong. 22, 23, 22, 23. It depends when Curry I'm... was. Yeah. No, yeah, that would work. What? Or. Mikel and Seth checks out. I'm looking at Seth right now, and I don't see a Kawhi team on here. So I definitely got that wrong. Marcus Morris, it is. All right, that went. Uh, I my phone. That went better than expected. Um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I expected that to be more like bad, but we actually had fun with it. Um, hey guys, just a warning. They, depending on the rest of the week, there's not going to be a lot of content next week, so we might just do another filler episode and maybe do a different game next week. Um, or we'll do well, next one of week. Our... Football is going to be fun. Alex wants to talk about mock drafts for the NFL draft. All so. right, we'll, we'll we'll figure something out. Um, yeah, worst for sure. of course, we'll have some other form of game. We might do that again at some point. I don't think we would do that in back-to-back episodes, though. Um, That's fair. But there's plenty of little like games like that, or we can do... like We haven't done a no-reserves draft for a hot minute. so We haven't. So maybe we'll Ren do hasn't got embarrassed you know, and by Austin. Austin usually wins those drafts. He does. He's won, I think, two of the three we've done. Yeah. Who won the third one, me or you? It was you. I haven't won one yet. I'm you haven't won a draft yet. I thought for sure the second rounders I was gonna win just because 2K like prioritizes defense and I went heavy as shit on defense. Trash. Um, it it didn't work. But so that's all the time we got. Oh, what is his title list? That's that's what I. I'll win next one. I'll ring the shit. I don't care. Um, be now watch me win it, it, and then you're all gonna say I rigged it. So yeah, it's a it's a, it's a con conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> well, that's all the time we've got this week, guys. We will. Angela will see you on Thursday. Austin and I will be back with him next Sunday. Have a great week. Enjoy the All Star Game that's happening the night after you listen to this. So if you listen to this on Sunday, All Star Game will be that evening. Who you guys got, East or West? Um, I'm Cavs, so rocking the East, baby. Yeah, same. I, I think the East um, are better constructed. Uh, Not just saying that because I respond. And I'm just you. You're wrong. They lost the beat, so I think the West got it. East has Tyrese Halliburton. Oh no, not Tyrese. Yeah, that's what everyone on the West is going to be saying as Tyrese wins All Star Game MVP. I've got I've got Mac McClung winning the dunk contest and Stephen Wardell Curry. Or Wardell Stephen Curry winning the three point contest. Um, yeah, I wanted to say I'm gonna go with Sabrina, but no, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Y'all will have all those answers by the time this comes out, but enjoy the all star game. It's pointless and stupid, but it's fun. So have fun. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.